Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, there's gonna be a hill. I realized that I don't feel like I gave you a chance to tell us your final verdict for the Outsiders book and what rating you would give it on a scale of zero to 10. I gave it a six uh, from last time, but I'm curious to know what yours is. Yeah, you did. I talked about it. It did? Yeah, I think I gave it a seven. Seven? Okay. Yes. I totally... I, I missed that entirely, I guess. Sorry. sorry you sorry, cut sorry. me out of the episodes. I would have it. No. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with um, seven again for those uh, who also didn't listen to me. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I I was going to give a lower rating. Uh, however, apparently the revelation that I was reading uh, basically Pony Boy's memoir here, mm-hmm. his... I guess in high school parlance, this was Pony Boy's personal narrative paper. I, based on that, and just how creative that kind of is, and how what an interesting way to tell the story, I guess. Uh, And it made a lot of the things that annoyed me make a lot more sense in my brain. I bumped it up to seven. Okay. Definitely not my favorite book, um, but I did appreciate it and I respected it a lot more at at the end. Because in the middle, as you know, I was like, oh my God, what is happening? Why is this book? Where are we? Where are we going with this? (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. So there we go. I, uh, okay. That makes sense. I I, I get that. Uh, Okay, cool. I just, I was, I was sitting down and I was like, did we? I don't, ah. Okay, cool. Anyway, yeah, uh, we I, did. Feel absol- I feel absolved of any guilt then. Yes, so, you're good. So, yes, seven, uh, along with the new egg sandwich meme, uh, we're good to go. So, we have that. <laughs> okay, I mean, that, that was a bonus to come out of it, at least. Uh, I was trying to explain that to one of my friends the other day, and they were like, You're very strange. I was like, Everyone knows that. It's fine. Look, look. <laughs> would you say egg sandwich? And they're like, Well, no, actually, I guess I wouldn't. I was like, aha, you see? That's because it's not a thing. Soda, what are you doing? Why? Start, starting a movement. <laughs> Breakfast craze. Yeah, I legitimately never considered eggs on a sandwich. Like, one of my favorite, my favorite fast food breakfast are legitimately the sausage egg and cheese muffin things right mm-hmm. that whatever whatever fast food place has those right sure. like the mcdonald's one obviously is just great but like yeah the yeah. sausage egg and cheese muffin deal oh it's my favorite thing it's my favorite fast food <laughs> breakfast if i have to have breakfast like that which i don't usually right it's like a very rare event that sure. i will do that <clears throat> so every once in a great while on Saturday, Susan's just like, we need breakfast sandwiches. And I'm like, yes. Yes, we do. You're right. <laughs> but, yes, please. but I think the sausage, egg, and cheese is like my favorite breakfast sandwich <laughs> from a fast food restaurant. I've grown just to really like the sausage biscuit. Uh, just the plain 
with nothing else on oh, it. Oh yeah, no, those are good too. Yeah. Not only is it a dollar from McDonald's, True. but also there's not as like there's not as much there. Like it's not as like, uh, this is really filling. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Well, I I don't like the again, I prefer the little muffin, the English muffin thing over oh, yeah. the biscuit. Okay. Because the biscuit sometimes is very dry. Right. Or sometimes it's been in there for a little while. It's very hard. This is rubber. This is or rubber or it's just like this is rubber. This is that's true. Food. Well, in in again, fast food breakfast, you run this risk. Like sometimes the muffin is a bit chewy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um I find that slightly more easy to deal with than r- r- hard biscuit. So sure. <clears throat> yeah. That makes sense. But in a pinch I will do the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuits, right? Whatever. Yeah. I think Burger King does one that's on like a croissant, right? Which is also shockingly good. Like, <laughs> I don't usually think. Yeah. Well, usually I don't think the phrase, yes, I want to eat that and Burger King in the same sense. <laughs> but. Well, no, I, I don't think most people would, but. Uh, I don't. Uh, but I don't. I don't really know. I'm the one. Uh, another great disappointment in my life is I wanted. I just never got around to it when I was in Australia. They don't have. They call Burger King Hungry Jacks because of trademark infringement issues. Because there's already an Australian chain called Burger King, so the Burger King is actually called Hungry Jacks in Australia. And I wanted to go there and just to scope it out and see what it was about because i hear it's better <laughs> right? yeah shots fired i hear australian burger king is good australian listeners uh let us know if that's true <laughs> yeah uh, let's know you're feeling on hungry jacks i imagine that australian burger king is probably better than that but i don't know i did not get a chance to do that every time i saw one i was like driving by like no they're okay well anyway break well, we've got a world tour that we're putting on. We've got to go see the museum over in Egypt that they just opened up, and then we've got to go That's to true. Hung- Hungry Jack. And we'll 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 parse it out and get the legs put together for our life. I'm so conflicted about that museum, right? <laughs> just like on a personal level, because it's really cool, right? It's really awesome and it's really yeah. interesting and they did a lot to bring all that new stuff in there to showcase like the Egyptian history but it is also 100% propaganda for the mm-hmm. Egyptian government so like can't support it too much <laughs> yeah right like I'm, I'm conflicted by that like it's really cool and I really love Egyptian history right as you do yeah uh, but like Huh. (laughs) When I watched the ceremony and saw like the president of Egypt and like all the stuff was like, Oh glorious president, he's so wonderful. Look at how awesome he is. He's just the best ever. You're like "Mm." Okay. Now I understand why we opened this museum. (laughs) All coming together. It's all becoming clear, right? So, there's that. Well, you know. <laughs> you did you can. But, yeah, that's fine. I still kind of want to go, though. This would be sweet. I, uh, here's a random thing for you today. 
I got to be on the uh, uh, Cat Fanciers Association Meowie Hour um, not too not too long ago. Wow! Just way to oh. toot your own horn there. I bring this up. Not I can't believe that. that that's what it's called. It's called Meowie Hour because it's for an hour and it's at five o'clock and. <laughs> Art Arden Moore is the host with her friend Kathy Black. Oh my gosh! And Art Arden Moore is like, she's an educator. She's a writer. She published like tons and tons of books. She's also a um a a, a, a licensed uh, bartender. And so each, each what a diverse week, skill set. <laughs> she, oh yes, she's fascinating. She puts together a bespoke cocktail uh, that she makes over the course of it, and then uh, you, she drinks it at the end. Anyway, all this to say, um, I was her co-host's name is Kathy Black, and she is a certified cat fancier judge. What? So she yeah, so she does when you go to a cat show and there's that person walking around judging the breeds. Yes, because I've been to so many cat shows in my entire life. Well, like a dog show. <laughs> yes, I know. I saw one on TV once. <laughs> but it wasn't like She's one of the- they don't air the cat show. Right, I've never seen a televised cat show. It was like a television episode of something, and they just happened to be at a cat show. Happened to catch one. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a televised one either, and I'm sure she would have opinions about that. But it brought to mind she her job <laughs> is to travel around to these cat shows and judge cats. And I just was fascinated by this to think like I really wanted to ask a lot of questions like. At what point did you know you wanted to be a cat judge? And I don't even know what her official title is or whatever, but like that seems a very no. It's cat judge. It's cat judge. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure she has opinions about that too. But it's like, at what point did that become what you wanted to do? And how do you? How does one become a judger of cats? Yeah, or did it just like fall into your like? Well, I guess I'm judging cats now. Yeah, Ba-boom. because something else I learned uh, over the course of this. Is that they have something called a uh, civilian cat world or CCW? I think that's what it's called. Anyway, you can go and do a. You can show just your like mutt cat at a, a cat show, and you take a picture of your cat and you upload it, and it gets registered in this association, and then you can start taking them to cat shows, and you just start showing your household cat. <laughs> well, there you go. I... <laughs> That's the most amazing thing ever. That's kind of wild, right? Like, I don't know how you judge it. Anyway, I was just, (laughs) we have a history of talking about things, cats, and there's, uh, I forget the name of the website that. That's true. I was just thinking about that too. I was going to bring it up. I was going to. Cats and movies, uh, which just, oh, still this day. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, that is so funny. But like, what was that lady's name? Was it Linda? I don't remember. I got to look that up. That, that, That lady, man, that's a trooper right there. That that's some fantastic stuff. Where's our? Where's my? Oh, here we are. We are. We're. we're, we're man, we are really. Uh, uh, going ahead. Anyway, I, it was just one of those things of like, I love finding out that kind of. Um, oh, Cinema Cats reviews. Milo and Otis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cinema Cats reviews. Cinema Cat reviews. And who was that person? Um, anyway, it was one of those things of like, I love finding out about the things that people do in their lives and more importantly, like how they get there to do that. And I just, it just hit me when I was talking to this lady, Kathy of like, 
man, like what roads and, and, and how did you come to this point? Because that, that's really fascinating to me. Yeah, that that's, I have a lot of questions about literally everything that you just said. Oh, I, and the lady's <laughs> name is Linda, by the way. Good, oh, yeah. Good Look at that. Boom. Linda, shout out Linda for running a great website, right? This is just beautiful stuff. I love to see it. This is the yeah. why the internet was created yeah. for people like and Linda. And she has been really active also. To do way. her thing. I will send, I will send more, po- I will copy this to the show notes. All right. Yeah. Update okay. just on the glorious thing that is. Uh, her site is fantastic and you love to see it (laughs) but yeah i have a lot of questions about these other people and their strange occupations like first question yeah i would agree like how does one just like animal judging in general is very odd right like because you're always judging to like a breed standard, that means that you have to have memorized like dozens, possibly hundreds of breeds and all the standards that they are. I know there's like specialties, right? Like not to rub it in, but all the dog shows I've watched, they have dudes that are like, yes, I am the hunting dog guy. Yeah. Right. So that narrows down your niche even further. Right. Like I know everything there is to know about these 15 dogs. Right. I also want to know how do they or do they organize cats into groups? Or because cats don't have jobs like hunting. I think it's by breed. Work. I think it is by is it only by breed. Uh oh, or is it short hair, long hair? I don't know. Yeah, see that would be my thing because like dogs, you have the like the working group, the hound dog, the toy, the other ones i can't remember but like (laughs) you know like they're broken down into something like that Uh, and then there's like i don't know how you do cats yeah long-haired cats short-faced cats i don't really know i also don't know cat breeds at all at all no and that was the other thing is that the other the the other lady who was on this uh shows um she has been breeding uh, Japanese bobtails for over 30 years. And this is literally the first time I've ever heard of a Japanese bobtail cat. I just want that to be. <laughs> every time every time I hear of a cat breed, almost, like, it's the first time I've ever heard of it. Because I'm just so, like, not plugged into how cats work. I'm just like, oh, it's a cat, right? And so I know about, like, five. I don't really know... Like just the ones you hear about, like Siamese, Mancun, right? Like, but I can't really give you like lists of characteristics. Like, I know Mancun equals big, right? That's all I got. That's like, <laughs> same. And so I watch shows sometimes. They're like, "Oh yeah, this blah blah blah, blah cat." And I'm like, "The the what?" <laughs> no, I'm literally on the Cat Fancier Association's recognized breeds list, and I'm only in the bees, and they're. We're all like basically all new. Like there's not anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally every time they're like, "Oh, have you heard of this?" And I'm like, "What? No! Like what? That's- how did how did you end up on their show again?" <laughs> like I know nothing <laughs> about cats. Why am I here? I don't know what you're talking about. We, 
Uh, Arden, Arden Moore, uh, we reached out to her to be interviewed on our show. And then she was like, oh, I do this thing. Can you want to be on it? And I was like, ah. and I was like, sure. And she's like, tell me about your cat. And I was like, oh, cat. Huh. And she was like, tell me about cats you've worked with. And I was like, okay, I can talk about that. I got lots okay, of those. Good. Lots. I sit so, lots of cats. Yeah. So that was, she was the id. Got you. <laughs> she was in with that. Um, but yeah, I felt like totally out of, I I'm not a cat. I mean, like I, I'm a cat person as much as like care for them lovingly, and we, you know, I, I enjoy them. But like cat people are a whole nother. Well, yeah, but I mean that's a good perspective to have. Like, oh, here's just your average person. How do they feel about cats? What are their interactions with them? And like, you know, that's that's also valuable information. Probably, like, I am happy to represent the average person. <laughs> there we go. I also want to know about this other cocktail mixing lady. Uh, I want to know, does she like plan it out or does she like totally wing it? And then at the yeah, end, she, like now we're going to drink. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, she, she plans it out. Now that would be way cooler if she just did it, it on the fly. Be. That would be yeah. much more exciting. Like, I think we'll do this now. And then by the end, it's just like a surprise of, mm-hmm. is it good? Or just like, let's drink <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, because they, they produce, um, uh, recipe cards that you can download. Oh, uh, like yeah, but you could produce that after because you record the show and then like put it out. So like, no, this, could, was, this was actually live. Oh, <laughs> see, that's even better. Was, oh, that's more exciting. Live, yeah, mystery uh, cocktail mixing. Exactly. Uh, uh, but yeah, we uh, she makes them and then she has the their artist do um, a bespoke like graphic to represent. And this one, this was something like um, uh, like a short hair mule uh but it was like mew as in like a cat oh, mewing good, 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 was, oh, oh no the cat puns were copious i i can yeah. only imagine they were fast and furious it's oh, um you're welcome I'm, uh this, <laughs> the input? yeah i know <laughs> 19 minutes into this we're done um yeah no it was it was just like constant like uh, every little thing i was like oh like someone was like oh that's oh that's so musical and she's like no that's so musical or whatever and I was like, like oh that was even that was bad stop. Like, it was already mew it was like, oh, you're, no. not, you're not changing anything <laughs> um apparently yeah, anyway so it was fascinating and this also wraps around to another topic of I had to shop for a headphone splitter today whoa <laughs> what year is this that's what that's what exactly what I it, felt like ladies and gentlemen um, it's 1997 all over again yeah late 90s early 2000s of course ours. saying that i'm looking at my desk and i have one like right here <laughs> <laughs> yeah that you yeah when did you but when did you buy that now that is a question that cannot really be accurately answered <laughs> yeah. because i've had this thing for a long time yeah possibly 1998 or no possibly no that was the thing going long car rides with your friends yeah daisy chain them together have to jack the volume really loud because daisy chain your headphones to the discman man and uh yeah and uh you uh anyway so i'm like because what happened is is the setup that we have is we have two xlr mics going into my uh box here and i have one output for the headphones which is usually fine because Megan and I don't ever do interviews together. And yeah. when we're recording, I just monitor our levels and adjust. And Megan doesn't really need to hear 
herself in her cans. She doesn't she doesn't need that. Yeah. We've never had a setup where we're both monitoring ourselves at the same time. Well, on Zoom, she cannot hear the other people. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the way this is set up, because I it goes through the box to a um an adapter that then plugs into the phone. So it's like two steps removed from the laptop. Yeah. Cannot discern where sound is supposed to come out. Oh. So at first I was like, I'll just have sound come in through our microphones and out through the computer speakers. That functionality is broken with Zoom on our setup. It just does not work. Oh. I so I had to get a way to do this. So yeah, I went to Walmart and I bought the one. I was gonna say they have one because I saw it when I was buying a I was trying to buy just a stereo cable because my I broke mine, like I yanked it or something because my i use these are like technically able to be wireless headphones but i plugged them i plugged them in um so i had to buy the double quarter inch cable whatever to plug it into my thing and i think i saw one there no it is it is the one and it it took me back to means it's the same brand as my cable then that's very exciting it is the exact same yeah they're whatever they're their brand (laughs) yeah i was like i was like oh my gosh like I remember the last time I bought one of these, like there were at Best Buy, there were like 40 different varieties of different lengths. That's true. Brands and different thicknesses and different, like there were so many different kinds. And I bought this one and it was $4 and 30 cents. And it's like the cheapest thing. (laughs) Yeah. But I come in, I slap it in and voila we have audio going go. to headphones running currently so See, yeah i be- i believe really the time that, that i bought it specifically to go to boy scout summer camp mm-hmm. that was the reason that i purchased the headphone thing is so that we could share music in the car with people right like just whoever and then we also one time i do remember we daisy chained multiple splitters together and so you could like barely hear it at the end but we (laughs) but you did it we did it anyway Ah. no i just i had like all of these things came rushing back where i was just like i i need this thing do the at first i panicked because i was like is it is there even one available in my town yeah true because uh, if I if I don't like this is going to be really awkward trying to do this thing live uh, over like one microphone and computer speakers, <laughs> <laughs> but it ended up working just fine. And uh, they had like the one, and it was like they didn't even have a good like back stock of them. You could tell there's they have like well here's the three that we dust off. Every yeah, here's the three that are just on the hook, and then. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm. They're going to be stalking people. Are going to be really shocked tonight when that one moved. And <laughs> like, where'd that go? Who bought that? What the heck? <laughs> no, I talk to that person. And they had me think, and, and I, I don't know. It was just uh, one of those another sense memory of like, wow, this is really taking me back a long time. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I I'm in vis- I can visualize the inside of the van now, right? Like. <laughs> It's all, it's all there. Literally, it is. I can see it. My Panasonic portable CD player, right? My really bad headphones. 
the on-ear headphones, right? Yo. Yeah, with the, the foam. Oh, with the uh, worst foam ever. That's right. Everything was covered in foam in the 90s, apparently. Yes. It was, it was foam, and they barely worked. I mean, they're fine, but, like, they weren't great. But I never liked earbuds, really. And I, yeah. It like, and even the ear, even the earbuds then had the foam that they removed from say, like sponges. The ear, the earbuds. <laughs> I think maybe here's what it might be. Right, I might have just had such a traumatic experience with earbuds from the late '90s because they were so bad. Right, like <laughs> I don't novel. They were either just like straight up like here's some hard plastic to shove in your ear. Like no, thank you. So they like fall out all the time and do all that stuff. Right, so like. Maybe there's that. Maybe that's one of the reasons I just don't like them. Because I... <laughs> they were terrible when I was a little younger. <laughs> I was like, nah, we're going on ear or around ear so I can go for it then. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. It's so funny because I, at first, I was going to sell my old headphones. We went through a long discussion about this, but I kept them mm-hmm. as a backup. And it's a good plan. Good plan. Have backup. Because headphones are a thing that just like... One day they're just not working. No. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Or something snaps or whatever, you know, and it's just like, oh. or I've had that before. Like I used you yesterday and now you don't work. Why? <laughs> yeah. And while most of the time, some of those things are pretty easy repairs or you can, you know, saw it, whatever. Like it's like, that's not something you can do right when you sit down. Yeah. I mean, I can't do, I mean, I probably could if I, but I wouldn't be able to get it back together again. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of duct tape. I could rip the side off and solder that wire, but <laughs> and doing it in a manner that it will become functional uh, again, and I could wear it might be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, these are uh, my old pair are like Tascom THO twos. Like they're a yeah. pretty cheap but rugged, standardized what, what whatever. Yeah. Thing. Anyway, the reason I had to get rid of those because they were literally breaking my ears. When I would have to record for a long time because they sit right on oh, top, yeah, not around. They and they're and they're hard, and so I talked to Megan for a long time about them. And I was like, I need to replace these. They hurt. She's like, I don't know. Like, blah, blah, blah. so I we finally bought mine, put the old ones in the drawers. Well, Megan had to use the old ones tonight, and uh huh, <laughs> done recording. She pulled them off and she's like, those hurt my ears. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you think I was joking? What is up? I still, I've put off the search for new headphones for a long time. I abandoned it because I had to do some other things. And then I bought a bicycle, obviously. So like that wasn't the thing, but like I probably need to pick that search up again. and Go for some more headphones. See if there's somehow out there for me somewhere on the horizon <laughs> yeah it's i it's it's tough because i um bought my current ones you know without listening to them or putting them on my head and just bought them totally based on reviews and had this been in the 90s or, or early 2000s um would have gone to best buy and tried on a bunch of pair but yeah, because there no would have been like thousands that. of pairs of headphones on a rack. Oh, yeah, since, since none of those exist, um, but you can't do that anywhere. Uh, all you have to 
go off of is really like reviews and like a good return policy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's also really annoying because my head is very large. And so it's like, <laughs> I just can like do terrible things or like what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I bought these. I'm happy with them. I will never, I don't know. It's going to be a long time before I get Yes, it'll be all right. It'll be fine. Yes. So I was watching. I have become completely ensconced by a YouTube channel, right? And I don't. It was one of those things where, like, I I was I just my curiosity was too great. I had to click on this thing, right? I had to. It was necessity. Now, it is a man who has bought a ghost town and is living there. What? Yes. Right? You see you see why I had to click on this? Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> right? It's wild. It's so crazy. First of all, the dude looks like a guy I know. It is it trips me out like hardcore watching him, right? But um <laughs> so he looks like, the channel's called ghost town living for your show notes there so it's a guy he bought a ghost town it's in like southern california like right off like death valley right it's up in the mountains and it's like this abandoned silver mining town from like the late 1800s and he just bought it first of all i, I didn't know you could buy whole towns so that's very exciting right like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's by a town, and he's just like living there, hanging out. Just cause? <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, <laughs> his his ultimate goal is to like fix up some of the stuff so people can like come out there. It's like a retreat, and like you know, vacation oh, sure. or like a. So I've seen some other ones that are like artist retreats or whatever you know where they go and they're like really. Like the people go out there and they like write their memoirs and stuff or whatever. <clears throat> but like this dude's just like hanging out and he's got some goats and some alpacas for reasons, I guess. And like just hangs out. He was building a garden in the last video I watched. He was, uh, <coughs> and, and the part that's really trippy is he's been exploring the mine shafts. Right. So part of me is like, yo, that's really awesome. And another part of me is like, oh my gosh, that's the most terrifying thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? No. Yeah. Now, in the last video, he did have like a, a buddy with him, right? In the one I watched. But he, he might do it alone too. So I haven't watched all the videos yet. I just, I just found sure this like literally, literally yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, it's just wild, man. And like, He's he was like just living in this house and it was like the old you know he's like it's got all this all this it's just so trippy because they're like just there's like furniture from like the 1870s just like there like it's real wild <laughs> how and, how much did he did he does he talk about how much he spent to buy a town I haven't I haven't heard that part yet no. Okay. But I'd, it sounds like a not insubstantial amount of money because it's the town and all the land around the town, right? Yeah. So including the mine. So huh. I can't oh. imagine it was like tens of dollars, you know? <laughs> Dang it. 
but like maybe. it's really crazy because like there's a town and then kind of like over the little ridge there's all these little like scattered in this little valley thing are like little tiny houses that miners used to live in oh. and they're like he was the you know one of the videos that I watched was him like he found one that was in pretty good shape already and he was starting to fix it up like practice fixing up so that it could be a place where people could come and stay right and he huh. said there's there's tons of these some of them are actually like there's little small caves in the walls of the mountain that people just put a door on and that's where they oh. lived <laughs> yeah right oh my gosh <laughs> you can basically spend like I mean, just literally years. Yeah, trying to find, it, just exploring each and every single one of those. Yeah, that's what he does. Like sometimes he just like goes around and looks for stuff because it's it's pretty vast, right? So he's just like poking around, like all these nooks and crannies, and 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 uh, you know, just checking out what's over here. Whoa, like what's over there? Well, and that's crazy what he's doing with the mine. He has some of the old like mine maps of like where the tunnels should be, right? Oh, and he's sort of like yeah. exploring and so he's just kind of going like what's over here dude to do and like just mining equipment like random stuff like a pair of levi's jeans from like the 1870s or 1880s like what, what like original levi's pants just like yeah. in the bottom of his mine shaft like that'd be a, that'd be man. pretty sweet right but like <clears throat> it's wild and i and it's <laughs> it's interesting because Part of me is like, this is really cool. And then there's another part of my personality that's going, this is awful. And I don't like it. Right. And so the, the reason I have this reaction story time here. <clears throat> so this goes back to the, our honeymoon that we went on. Right. So we took our honeymoon to Arizona. Okay. And so we were in, we went to, we did the, like the Sedona thing, right? And like the Flagstaff area, right? That's where we went. Um, and then we did like the Grand Canyon and all, all that stuff, right? But like, <clears throat> we we were down and we went to like, I don't know, we, I don't, can't remember what it's called. We were going around, we we're just like checking all these like small towns and stuff, you know? And then we went to this, it's called Jerome, Arizona. Right. Huh. And it's like, it's kind of like this, but it's like, it's a lot closer to like other things now, but it, it has a history of being a, an abandoned town. And I, there's, it's weird there. You just get these, I got just like weird vibes from the whole town. Right. I got, the, it just made me feel weird. Like, I don't know if it's like spooky weird or like what, but I felt really uncomfortable being like, <laughs> in the middle of the desert like in this town and then i saw a sign of like the list of inhabitants of this like town like this little encampment that was outside of jerome right and it had over time the population list and for like 30 years the population said one and i just like it made me uncomfortable and i like <laughs> kind of like got the, like the heebie-jeebies right like you know got this like these weird sensations of like anxiety mixed with like you know discomfort and it was just it made me feel weird <laughs> being there looking around at all the stuff like the abandonedness of everything and 
and this was even like real close to another town. So like you could like see the other town, like there it is over there. Yeah. Boom. So like, <laughs> it just gave me these super weird, I don't know if it's cause I was playing like way too much red dead redemption back in the day. Right. And being out in the middle of the desert had bad connotations for me or like, the fact that on our drive there, our car like blew up, right? And I was already like in a very depressed mental state uh, because of that, right? Like, <clears throat> I think it's a combination of all of these factors uh, played on no. my mind. And I just did not like <laughs> Jerome, the Jerome, Arizona experience at all. Well, you know, it sounds like you're not alone because according to onlyinyourstate.com, Jerome is known as the creepiest ghost town in Arizona. So, <laughs> it's just weird, man. Like, there's something about being out in the desert and seeing rundown stuff and then, like, being like, man, how could anybody live there? And then seeing somebody live there, it's like, it's like depressing. Yeah. Right? Well, me, and like, it's like, yeah. To me, it's definitely feeling like, yeah, to see that's been like just one person, like an human being. Yeah. You have, like, it just it, it that to me that is extremely unnerving. A feel like what was that person going through in their life um, that made them want to live out here all by themselves? Um, and not to mention, yeah, like all the creepy things that surround that kind of thing. Of like in my mind, like you start saying like one person lived there for thirty years, like that's the start of a horror film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and then like you're out alone in the desert, right? Yeah. And like, I've seen other stuff about people that do that. And that like, uh, you know, they're just like, I just have to carry a gun all the time because there's weird people out here. Right. Yeah. They're just like, uh, you know, (laughs) there's like, no, I always carry a gun Mm -hmm. because there's just people out there that are just like, odd and you know who knows what they're doing and it's like you're all alone and like so there's like this weird paranoia that sinks into your brain right like well yeah it's one of those things like i'm all alone or am i or yeah right or or i'm all alone what happens when i stop becoming alone yeah Uh, or like i'm all alone i'm all alone i'm all right like there's exactly (laughs) and then again there's the fact that you're in like a ghost town where like just sort of the connotations of that are just slightly unnerving like regardless of your belief in uh spooks or not like there's always there's gonna be some like if you're in the middle of a ghost town in the desert at night part of my brain is going what was that yeah right like there's gonna be some there's gonna be some noises you can't explain yeah and i would be like whoa what was that? What was that over there? <laughs> what moved over there? What am I like? I'm not handling that well, right? Because my imagination is gonna just be so insanely crazy. I'd be like, Gah. "What was that? Yeah, was that? Because again, like, kind of like the the guy who's living, uh, who's got the YouTube channel, and even in Jerome, like, there are a lot of nooks and crannies. There are a lot of hiding places, a lot of secret places, a lot of places that you can't have eyes on all the time. Yeah, constantly, like. There's n- like so you again you're in one corner of the town like what you have no idea what's going on let's go to the side. other corners even though it could only be like twenty buildings or whatever it's like that's still so much space yeah. and and like it's just yeah no uh and not to mention all the like just like straight up critters and things that are out in the desert that are moving around it's like yeah 
yeah, it's just like you're not you're like you're alone, but you're not, but you might be, but you might not be. And there's yeah, no right? real it's way just... to know until until you're not, right? Like then you're like, oh, there's here you are. Right. <laughs> Well, and then like there's the sort of the mythological aspect of like the the deserts in the southwest of the United States have a long history of doing very strange things, people, right? Like very weird things happen in the deserts in the southwest. Like uh-huh. there's all kind of like people live out there by themselves and they're like well in not nowadays, I mean maybe nowadays, but like in the past, you know, like crazy people live out there and like they just like you know back in the day like the quote wild west days right they would just like straight up like kill some dude and like throw him in a hole and be like what nothing happened anyway like go like you know what i mean like <laughs> so there's that like places yeah there's like a mythological aspect of the american desert right it's mm-hmm. just sort of there's certain aspects of that that are also unnerving i guess and they just i don't know they don't sit well with me and I learned on our honeymoon to Arizona that I just really like trees. Um, <laughs> I just <laughs> and, and so when you're deprived, maybe I developed a slight agoraphobic tendency. Maybe I don't know, but you're just like in this vast, empty expanse of nothing, and you're just like unsettled, <laughs> right? Like I don't like it. I don't want a tree. I, yeah. I, <laughs> You know, that's a very interesting uh, uh, observation about that because I I definitely feel like I maybe it's not, you know, not straight up agoraphobia, but the lack of trees in an environment uh, tells me like that's not a place I need to live or like you should be living. Like when we went out, uh, just as an example, when we went out to Lubbock and um, it's not nearly as bad as further like actual desert southwest but when i learned that there were no native trees in lubbock and every tree in lubbock was planted um that that uh, that made me start questioning a lot of things yeah or it was actually a scrub brush right like, yeah or scrub exactly it was like okay there were no trees but this is a scrub brush and it's going to break yeah. loose and slam into your car and, or this quote unquote tree that's three and a half feet tall and like, yeah yeah, but it's like, oh, look at these beautiful oaks. Like, yeah, let's look at those for a second. Hmm. Where did those come from? Not here. As I, <laughs> like, yeah, because I growing up like just like a city. Like, I think of Springfield. I think of like where we live now. It's like you can't it, you you driving along. You you can't see the rest of the city because of all of the trees. It's yeah, like, we have that sudden, here too. I noticed that last week when they all finally decided to be fall colors. Like, yeah. whoa. Like you can see on the highway, you look out about where the city is, and it's just like tree city, right? Yeah. And it's nice. Yeah. And then and then you go to some place where it's like, wow, I am at an intersection and I can see 365 degrees. I can see all the houses and I can see their neighbors and I can see down the road. This is very weird. Why am like what what is this? It's <clears throat> it is I think it's just the fact that you can all of a sudden just see everything. And I think it is that like, wow, uh, there's a lot. <clears throat> huh. Yeah, I, I I think that might be part of it, right? Like, because generally in I don't know in Missouri, in this in the southwestern part of Missouri, right? Like your horizon is not very far away, right? It's very it's like over there because there's going to be a hill and full of trees and like it all feels relatively close, I guess. Like yes. in relative yep. relative speaking, like yep. so. Like when I'm talking about like relatively close, I'm talking like oh, I can see a couple miles. Right. When you end up in Arizona, 
and you can see like just tens and tens of miles. You're like, whoa. <laughs> it's yeah, weird. Like- and I and it's weird because again, I don't know if there were other factors like our car problems and all this stuff, right? But like when I've been places like I don't know other places where there's not as much tree cover. I never had that same feeling. You know what I mean? Like the badlands in South Dakota, you know, it's very prairie. Like the Northern plains kind of, I mean, maybe North Dakota does that to you a little bit. Right. But that's just cause you're like, I've never seen so much nothing in my life. Like it's just field forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least it's green. Right. It's like a familiar something to your eye because you're like there's not interest but this grass that's good right like <laughs> other things are living here other maybe i have are, a chance yeah right like <laughs> and so like in the badlands and like up there like at least there are green things and there's like <clears throat> i don't know hills maybe but when you're like pan or when you're like on a slight elevation and you can just see just miles and miles and miles and miles of bare rock and nothing. You're just like, wow. <laughs> it's kind of an overwhelming yeah, experience, right? It kind of overwhelms you. It can overwhelm you and make you like, un- it made me uncomfortable sometimes, right? Just because yeah. it was so, the geography is so much different than hills, valleys, really tall oaks and maples and like trees right like in my face that it was like unsettling <laughs> you know i i think i i have experienced that uh in another context of laying out in a field at nighttime where it clear skies and you lay <laughs> down and you just stare up at the sky right and and everything in your uh peripheral vision is night sky you don't see the trees around the corner oh yeah anchoring you down and all of a sudden you're just feel like you're kind of staring off into the abyss uh and realizing like that goes on for infinity and (laughs) and here i am i don't think it's quite as tangible as standing out on a vista in arizona being like Oh my, there's no cover here. I, yeah. I feel like really exposed. I think it also might be part of it in Arizona too. You're going, there's literally no water here. Like, what are you going to, like, I'm just going to straight up die if I'm out here, yeah. right? Like, I can't, <laughs> maybe, and it's just like a familiarity thing. Like, I'm familiar with Missouri. If I'm lost in Missouri wilderness, I'll be fine, right? Yeah. If I'm lost in the Arizona desert, I'm done for. I will become dead immediately. <laughs> I think that feeling sort of creeps in the back of your mind to some extent and like yeah takes over just yeah recognizing like this is this is not just like big and expansive but like this is actively hostile towards life yeah but i i I imagine that if somebody from arizona came to southwest missouri they'd be like why is everything so closed in and feel like very claustrophobic right like you know if they were in like a valley in missouri they might be like I gotta get out of here i have to escape you know it's just it's yeah. sort of what you become accustomed to obviously oh, yeah. right so it's very weird side note yeah. when you were laying in the field uh-huh 
Okay, so Susan has Susan used to do this with her best friend when she was younger. They would do that. They would just like lay in the field and like stare up and whatever. They also used to like lay on the road, which I questioned greatly until I remembered what county and what part of Missouri we were in. I was like, oh, you're you're fine. And it's no, but nobody's coming. Um, <laughs> but she describes she describes feeling the roundness of the earth, right when she does that. She was trying to explain, and I kept, I always look at her like she's insane, right? Like, what are you talking about? Do you feel the roundness when you lay like that? I think, I think it depends on your, um, on the context of what's around you. Like, if you're laying in a field that's then flanked by trees, um, I think it depends on how wide your, your, uh, your peripheral vision is allowed to go out. True. Doing, like when I would do that out in like West Texas, um, yeah, you really do get a, you do get the roundness because basically your entire horizon line is even. It's just flat. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on, and so you do get a very sense of of like, at least a, a you know a dome. So it's two side domes. That uh, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, right? That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it does have to do with the horizon line and where you're able to, to to pick up on that. You know, in Missouri, it can be a little harder to find spots like that where you're not like, oh, there's a hill on one side and, you know, planes over here or trees or whatever. But Yeah, I, I, or I, I mean, like if you're in Missouri, you could be on top of the hill. That might help you, right? Exactly, yeah. So if you're on the top of Ann Hill, but yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> had that, have had that feeling out um, in West Texas, a really good example of like, it, 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 feel, it starts to feel round. Uh, just because of again that horizon line that you have access to and uh, and how things are, yeah. And, and I think part plus two of when you are staring up at the sky, and if you have that clear horizon line around your peripheral vision, um, the stars wrap around you, right? Like you, they start descending. I guess that's true. On, yeah. On either side, like I'm staring up, stars yeah. are now coming down on my left and right, and down towards my toes and out over towards the back of my head. So you feel like they're kind of being draped over you, and that does the again give the sense of of roundness. Interesting. I will. T- she will be very pleased with your answer. I <laughs> I have no doubt. She will feel vindicated, and she will say to me, "Ha ha! I told you so." So that's great. Half, yeah. Well, I'll just tell her to fast over to minute fifty, and uh, you she can hear all the <clears throat> boom. So just she's gonna clip this and just play it on repeat, like all the time. Like, oh yes, my favorite part ever. Tell me how about how right I was <laughs> on this day. At- <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. <clears throat> For sure. Uh, so you doing anything else other than being on all the cat network okay. uh uh poster child, see. right? It's gonna be pull up my calendar. Uh, <laughs> we've been been really I mean this so this weekend obviously we're taking off real and uh in 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 this industry in pet business, if there's one, if you if you want to boost business, take a weekend off. <laughs> I, I cannot. I've, we've turned away probably ten people 
literally 10 people who have reached out to us who wanted us to care for their pets or go to their homes over this weekend. And I'm like, what? where were you last weekend? Where were you this, but this weekend? What? <laughs> everybody, but it's everybody who was like, oh, we're going to travel for Thanksgiving the weekend before, and we're just going to have Thanksgiving at home and celebrate at home. Well, yeah. I, I totally get it. Ditto. Yeah, Literally me ditto. too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, there people away. And it, it, oh, it, I made, I looked at Megan and I was like, Megan, we're kind of to the point now where we've hired down in Springfield. We need to hire here in town because if we need to go away, we still need to service pets or we need to have people take care of this. So it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, we you know. posted our job ad to, to hire and, <laughs> Dang. and uh, we're going through that process uh, and which is fine. It, it's all part of it. Like I definitely have more business for people here. So we are starting to parse through and the applicant pool is more um, interesting here. Uh, I bet. <laughs> A lady called me and said, hey, I want to talk to you about your position you posted. And I was like, sweet. The la- In my head, I then said, the last person who did this ended up telling me how their last, the reason they were fired from their last job is because they, the person on the phone, enjoyed marijuana more than the employer. So that was a good start. And I was like, great, this is going to yeah. go really well. Talking nice. to this lady, and she was like, so, my friend and I work together at a hotel here in town, and uh, we really, she, she's really interested in your position. Unfortunately, she doesn't have a driver's license. So, if we both apply, I would, she's like, then I would drive her around to do the work. Would that be okay? That's not how this works. I'm sorry. And I'm like, what? I'm not hiring both of you. Like, it's not like a, like, in what world do you, even given the job market that we have now, in what world would you try and convince an employer who requires you to have a valid driver's license that I can't drive, but and I'm not even the one calling you. My friend will call you and try and convince you to hire both of us so that we, so I can work with you. No, in what, in what, <laughs> in what world? Oh, ah. So I said, you know, I, I said, That's the put that. I know. I just, I, I can't wrap my brain around that. So I responded with, you know, put that in the notes field of your application and we'll review it. And it's going to be a no. Like, it's just straight up going to be a no. Like, I can't, I'm not hiring two people to do the job. And just reliability wise, bad weather, uh, weird schedules. It's like, it's not like it's a, I have an eight to five or a nine to five job where people can come and are making deliveries. That's one thing. I know people do that here in town with like DoorDash. They'll partner with their friend and they'll split the profits and whatever like i'm not doing that and sometimes you may be out for you know <laughs> 11 hours a day going and anyway i i just i was i was really like, that's an interesting thing okay <laughs> and uh it's one of those things and i just lost brandon let's see if brandon gets back on
Yeah. Ahoy. Sorry about that. <coughs> anyway. Uh, yes. So, uh, just the... Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's not happening. And I don't, <laughs> I don't really know uh, why someone would think that was okay to do. So I don't know. Start. Yeah. Doesn't they can have a bicycle? Right? Uh, that can work. Um, you can... <laughs> Except it can't in the winter. Like, I, I mean, it cannot work well. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, no, it would not it work. work. It's just not good. Like, not, yeah, not goodly, for sure. So we are parsing uh, through that, and uh, we have our first meeting with staff on Friday down in Springfield. Uh, so that'll be fun to have everybody in the same room. Oh, man. Ah. Something. We're doing something. Uh, I'm not sure what. You can give them some of the 95 shirts that you have. Here, take this. Go. No, <laughs> oh, we gotta go through the <laughs> manual and have the signs. We have a manual now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have a manual. Uh, I'm gonna show them. <clears throat> we're we're buying uh, some supplies and stuff for them. Of being and sh- need to show them like, hey, this is where they're gonna be stored, and this is like like everybody keys, and it's gonna feel very. It's gonna feel way way too official. Uh, that is way too official. You have like a storage <laughs> building. Like here's all the stuff. Uh, just in here. So yeah, like, I know. <laughs> No, it's a, uh, it's a, I, it's a, uh, so in order to have a Google listing, you have to have an actual physical address, right? Okay. Um, it has to be able to receive mail and it cannot be a shared space. It has to be a dedicated, like, really? Yes. So you can't huh. use, I mean, you can use like a UPS box or a PO box. But yeah. they will quickly deny you and remove your listing, uh, oh, okay. which can be extremely damaging. So they basically. Uh, yeah, want, that's bad. So a lot of people use, like we in, in town here, use use our house as our listing, right? Because that's yeah. why we're here. Um, I do not have a house in Springfield. Uh, clearly. Clearly. And I don't want to use an employee's house because they will not be with me forever, most likely. Yeah. That would, um, or, yes, that's not good planning. No, or, or they have an apartment or whatever. And so yeah. I can't have that. Um, so I need office space. Yeah. Uh, huh. Colin <clears throat> got to learn an awful lot about office space. How um, exciting. No, not exciting. It's expensive and it's annoying. And so I found uh, that it, what they will accept, again, you have to be basically on like, this is my dedicated space in a directory. You know what yeah. fulfills? You know what fulfills that? A, a like mid to lower tier at a co-working space. Really? Yeah. So you can't use their like. So we have. I have it. It annoys me to no end because I can't use it. But I have right now a dedicated desk at a co-working space in Springfield that has like <laughs> funky bunch on it that no one will ever use ever. <laughs> I mean, but, you can go there on Friday. Just like, sit in it. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to the conference. Instagram room. it up. Blam. We're gonna go to the conference room at this at the at that at the co working space. We're gonna use that. But with the desk comes a little storage locker and stuff, and that's where we're gonna put all of the supplies uh, and like 
we're going to have uh, like a key cabinet for client keys that we're going to keep there so that the staff yeah. are not having to hold on to the keys. They all go back yeah. to one centralized location that they're checking in and checking out. That's they a good get, idea. Yeah. They'll get restocked with like poop bags. There'll be extra leashes there. It'll be a place for them to kind of go and hang out. And because it's a co working space, I don't have to buy furniture and uh, they get oh, nice. free, they get free like coffee and snacks. And there's, Yo. Like a, and there's like a kitchen there where they can go and like <clears throat> legit eat lunch. And so like, well, that's actually kind of cool. That's a good idea. Of, actually, it kind of becomes this like extra perk as a way for them to a place for them to kind of go and hang out as opposed to going home and wherever they live into. Yeah. Um, or if they have like, if they have a walk at, or if they have like an appointment at like two and then they don't have another one till three, they could like go there potentially. Right. And like, yes. And go like, okay, go use the desk, go work on the other thing. The only thing that I need to figure out is if we are, if I can somehow swing st- having a computer there to have them work on admin stuff and design and social yeah. media posts, or if I could ask them to just bring the, anyway, I've got to work on that, but it's yeah. like, that's where everything, all the extras and refills are going to be there. Yeah. And the cool part is, is that I can actually ship things there and, oh, have, yeah, my, just, and have my staff yeah. go and put it away. Right. So, yeah, um, it's going to work out. It's going to be great. It's just, uh, yeah. you know, what I think the, you could like, you know, um, not immediately, but then in a month or two, like see how it's going and then just get like a laptop. Right. Not like a super crazy one or something like that and like have that stay there you know like that could be the thing like just like a yeah the company random laptop from (laughs) well so what i'm thinking what i'm thinking is uh megan has a laptop that i have been eyeing to replace for a little while Um, okay i'm kind of thinking about having the company quote unquote buy it from her for like and dollar and yeah and then just buying a new one for her to that, that would work too yeah yeah so to kind just of reappropriating it to the yeah, yeah. that's even yeah. better idea um and then that way because they don't it doesn't need to be anything huge or fancy or whatever and it's you know, yeah. a little it's older but for what the work they're doing is email it'll be fine yeah a couple programs like it'd be perfect for them and then i can remote manage it uh from some stuff but it's been uh that whole process has just been again absolutely wild, and again sounds way too official for anything that I'm actually doing because I'm no. I don't it actually, does I don't sound very official. I'm not actually a business owner, right? I'm just I just walk dogs, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but I also have two employees who are like actively logging hours right now. And That's true. So you are officially stuff. a business owner. <laughs> so I'm officially a business owner. That's weird. Like I don't know. Um, but that's been kind of been kind of wild, and it was neat. I went on a meet and greet here uh, yesterday. And the guy who was using us is also a, he's a, he's a business owner and he was asking me about my business. And so like in the middle of talking to him about his dogs and how they don't like thunderstorms, he's like, we're just talking business all of a sudden. And he's like, yeah, you gotta make sure and do this and like do this thing and don't, don't do that thing. And isn't it a lot of fun and blah, blah. And we've been doing this for you know 40 years, whatever. And uh, yeah, when I was telling him about, you know, we have staff and employees, he, you know, it's it weird. I, I, it's a very weird a uh, surreal thing to be going through because a lot of it has just been very um uh like paperwork like that's all i've been doing the past month is like <coughs> battling workers comp and battling that's true. insurance and like getting hr set up and getting payroll done and like all these little procedural things are like 
I've just been kind of chunking away at. And like oh, just today, I finished putting the wrap, finishing touches on the uh, the employee handbook, which is a word that I never thought I would say as uh, that I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, it's all so it'll be very. I think it, I don't think it'll hit me until I'm sitting there with Megan talking to our two the two people that we hired. Yeah, it's going to be like, <clears throat> oh, this is actually wow okay <laughs> yeah well it's also really weird too to think about because like for the longest for for literally forever it's just been you and megan right like yeah. so it's not really it's not really a business i guess it's you know when it's just you two you know right that's how your brain probably processes it like yeah it's just this other thing that we do right just oh, like yeah. you know whatever but now yeah you are like the bosses and then you hired people <laughs> it's like oh wait we're uh-huh. gonna <laughs> yeah yeah, like I'm going through the the uh, uh, the manual, and um, it's kind of like a like a template, and like shoving stuff in and filling it in to make it your own, and mm-hmm. um, and stuff. So you know, it kept on using this word of like, before you do this, make sure you check with management. And I had to look at that word, and I was like, oh, that's me. I'm no. the- <laughs> I'm I'm the management team. Oh, I'm the one you call for emergencies. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's ah, me. Oh no, that's me, right? That's like, <laughs> and then weirdly, we had a post in Springfield today um, that Megan had posted, and uh, the lady was like, "Oh, so it's not actually you two doing um, here in Springfield?" And I was a little like, "Well, no, but I've got these two awesome people that I've hired that are going to kick butt," and like, I felt a little offended that this person was like disappointed that Megan and I weren't going to be the ones doing it. And, um, I, I've never encountered that before where somebody was a little like, Oh, I, I don't want, I want you. I don't want these other people. And it's like, okay, that's nice and flattering or whatever. But like I hired these people. Um, they agree to my policies. I've, they've background checked, they're insured bonded. Um, I'm training them. So yeah, they're going to be just as good if not most likely better than I am at this. So yeah. like, like, get over it. I don't know. It's just, it was a weird, like, Oh yeah. Like I, now in Springfield, it's going to be different because they will have never, the, they're going to do meet and greets and stuff without ever seeing Megan and I, like the, nobody will know really that we are yeah. not involved Yeah, here in town. As we start to transition our current people to whoever we hire, like that'll be a little interesting to and try and navigate that. Well, that people yeah. don't feel like they're getting second rate or or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that is a good point. Like, yeah, that assurance of like, no, 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 that I hired them for a reason, right? Yeah. Like, they're gonna- <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, and you know, it's just, but that's just that's just part of it. And and I've heard I've heard one of those things like, oh, I've heard people talk about this. Now I'm actually I'm actually experiencing this. Ugh. Whatever. yeah <laughs> so uh, crazy right like, yeah <laughs> so that'll be that'll be weird on friday i'm looking forward to it um I'll, you know also nervous just see how it goes because again like i, I ha- megan and i have to be honest with them of and we all have been in throughout this entire thing of like this is our first time doing this um we are actually relying on you um for a lot of help with this um that's why you're getting paid more <laughs> than uh what we probably would be paying for somebody if they were just taking over our walks, which is like what we're doing here in Sedalia. Like that person could be hired at a lower rate. 
because the person people in Springfield are effectively they're, they're like the branch managers. Branch managers, exactly. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of leg root work and groundwork, and I'm relying on them a lot more than I am here. Um, yeah, and and they they're aware of that, and they're both like really on board with like wanting to be a part of that and to help make it something. And I'm very excited about that, that they both kind of took a little bit of ownership in what we're doing um, through that. So it's just going to be, it's now, it's still up, you know, up to Megan and I ultimately to make sure it seeds and whatever, but it's good well, yeah. to know we've got the people backing us. So it's all, again, all surreal. Uh, it's not real yet until Friday. At 8 yeah. <laughs> Oh, but that's that's crazy. Our- I had I this is how this this office space has a lot. The first thing I thought of when you said we had to find an office in Springfield that was the dad's old office, right? That's that I, yeah. that random hallway that had an untold number of just random doors in it. Yeah, that I could right. never tell like how big any one office was. Like I'm I, I'm pretty sure there were a few office quote unquote offices that were literally broom closet. Yeah, way. right. That's what I was envisioning. Like <clears throat> those ones, just like something in the back of that building, right? Like that's the that just brown hallway with just vast endless doors that I only ever saw two of them open ever, and that was Dad's, and then the accountant guy who like never actually closed his door. Like it was just <laughs> no, no, John White. Yeah, right? no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, his door was just open. Yeah. Uh, and then dad's door mm-hmm. because I went in that one. Yeah. The rest of them, some of them had names on the door. There was a vast number of them that did not. Uh, and then, yeah, they were just down there. And I always like wanted to know what was behind all those doors. Were all the offices the same? Cause the answer was no, based on John's and dad's, those two rooms were extraordinarily different inside. And well, so I was like, Hmm. And even the old, remember when Dad's was down the hallway? Yeah, a couple like, of doors. That one was like way different too. Like what? That one had like you could definitely it had that two. It was two stages. Well, he filled that first room with the um, microfiche. Uh, yeah, and there machine. was like a so just a chair and some yeah. junk, like some and, cabinets in there or whatever. And then the door on the right hand side that went <clears> back into his where his desk was. Versus, yes, versus his front one, which is by the window, which was just one big room. Uh, yes, which was also weird, right? Um, so yeah. yeah and so like john's had like that entry and then there was like a door on the both sides it went to both two separate offices like what yes. what what is the layout of this building i, know. <laughs> I yeah, don't understand walked, what's going on in here how different those were. yeah he walked in and uh Teresa was his assistant i don't know why yeah, yeah, yeah. i know that name but um yeah i know and just like just <clears throat> office space in general is insane if you want like i want a room it is so expensive and just obscene and the part of the part that galled me was if i'm just trying to do this for an address um i don't i want i really want it to be used i don't want to just get a room that's not going to have anything in it that's oh yeah it's going to be utilized or helpful to anybody so that's why when i found out i could go this route with the co-working space i was like okay this makes a lot more sense like financial sense because it's cheaper but also like just utilitarian wise it, it can help yeah, there's, more people there's stuff in it <laughs> it can use things 
and not just have like a floor to lay on. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I it's, again, this has been nothing but continually learning like brand new thing. Oh, brand new thing, new thing. But there we go. So when we have to open the O official O brother offices, then we'll know. <laughs> oh no, co-working space all the way. <laughs> oh no, it's gonna be a, it's a studio, right? I'm thinking oh. second tier, right? Like here, studio, right? Like it'd be great. <laughs> I'm all for this. I'm all for this. Uh, they actually have in this co-working space a quote-unquote phone booth where you can go and take your call. And it's a it's a it's a soundproof uh, like telephone box basically where you get in and you shut the door and you can't hear anybody talking in there. That's super um, rad. <clears throat> super rad. Uh, and so I was like, oh my gosh! Like, of course, I'm like, oh, you could record like a podcast in there. Oh, that's <laughs> not that right. <laughs> But yeah, I'm all for all for this. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's good. It's good. So yeah, that's what we're looking forward to, and uh, uh, that's that's our week. That's, been, that's, that's crazy. Last stuff. Yeah. Uh, 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 you guys still doing uh, 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 earthquakes? And yeah, we're building our buildings. And we're breaking them on Friday, so it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, and then we're just trying to get through this week of play practice, right? So, like, there's six. So, for some strange reason, our choir teacher is doing a fourth and sixth grade concert. A what? Not fourth through sixth. Fourth and sixth. Huh. I don't really understand why that is. Um, I don't want to know why she didn't do. I don't understand mostly why it's not fifth and sixth. <laughs> that would make so much more sense. That's I, weird. <laughs> why would you? It might be because. So the theory that I'm going with is um, if you do fifth and sixth, right? Like fifth grade is when they start band and you do band or choir. Oh, right. So you're going to have, if you do fifth and sixth, you will have less people. I see. Right. So if you do fourth and sixth, you have more people. More of them are fourth graders, but like there's more people on stage. But it's been hilarious because like the sixth graders are just like infinitely annoyed by fourth graders at this point. They're like, oh my God, they're so awful. Why are they so. <laughs> Because as we know, sixth graders are over like literally everything. They're just like whatever. But <clears throat> they're definitely not even interested in being remotely near a fourth grader. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a big leap. You're right. It's a it's a huge difference, right? Like that's oh. that's why it's weird to me that she like just stuck with this. Like, why don't you just do four, five, six? That would be fine. <laughs> yeah. Right. But just the fourth there. and sixth, the difference between those age groups is, is enormous. Oh. So she's been practicing with them every day from like one to three o'clock. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough, right? Goodbye class time basically yeah. is what that means. <clears throat> and so uh, I have just to get through tomorrow because the program is tomorrow night. Yes. Survive one, literally one more day. Yeah. <clears throat> but we've had this practice schedule 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Except for Tuesday, she was like, no, 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 it's going to be 8.30 to 10.30 in the morning. And then Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's going to be 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock. And I'm like, what? Why? (laughs) That's really why. Why are you taking all my science time? Stop it. (laughs) Interrupting everything. Get it out. Right? So we we didn't do anything Tuesday. And then, like... I've just because well Tuesday it was like oh you're gonna come to my class for a minute you're gonna go to your special classes you're gonna come back from my class for like thirty minutes and then it'll, everyone will be back and we'll just do something else so we just sort of like sat around and like had free time on Tuesday it wasn't that bad <clears throat> but Monday and today I had to like entertain them and like do things and like schedule stuff <laughs> but it can't be like it has to be like random stuff. Right, because like we can't like learn things with a third of the class there. <laughs> yeah, you, you, so that's not helpful. Yeah, you can't make any progress, right? Yeah, so <clears throat> our options are because not all of the sixth graders are in the program. We have two choices. Choice number one: everybody goes to the, the building, and oh, to all the choir kids go on stage and everybody else has to sit in the seats in the auditorium. Yeah. That is, that is not an acceptable choice. Choice number two is all of the choir kids go to the auditorium and I keep all the band kids in my classroom. So this way at least is more manageable. <laughs> and we yeah. can do stuff. Yeah. You can do something. You can occupy them as opposed to just trying to stick quiet and, survive yeah let's, let's do that one more time uh let's go ahead and go back over that just one more time uh no nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well no today uh, we did like so we did uh what we do so we started off with just like a little bit of reading time mm-hmm. like so, so we had some reading time and then we had some like free time where they could do whatever they want on their ipads and mess around and then we had a, a paper airplane tournament bracket boom (laughs) where I gave them uh, 15 minutes to make the best paper airplane they could and then I made a tournament bracket uh, with a randomized name randomizer and we went out into the hallway and had the uh, ultimate paper airplane like who could throw it the furthest right I love love this so much (laughs) it was so great of this so much i didn't with sixth graders you don't ever really know how these things are going to go i said we're going to have a paper airplane tournament and just about 80 percent of the class was like yeah i was like okay i was not expecting that result but i'm going with it so (laughs) yeah okay cool glad we're glad we're all on board let's do this thing yeah so i gave them some time i told them they could look up because some of them were like i don't know how to make a paper airplane which was really confusing to me because i yeah. did a lot of that when i was young but again simpler time right ah oh, the 90s but yeah. uh so i was like you can look up you know any directions you want to make a paper airplane so we had a very vast array of different styles very exciting sure. um so they looked up directions on their iPad. They followed those directions. They made an airplane. Uh, the ones that already knew how to make an airplane, they made. They just made the airplane, right? But like the other ones, they looked up the steps. They made it. 
And they might have some of them like watched videos on how to make paper airplanes, and then they did it. And then we went outside, and we I put a starting line down in the hallway, and we went through pairs and threw paper airplanes down the hallway. <laughs> it was kind of awesome. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> they were like weirdly into it. So I was just like, we're just gonna go for this. I'm not even gonna stop them. No. No, if they're, I mean, yeah, if they're all on board with it, yeah, don't, don't stop. Keep it going. Yeah, I was like, no, we're just going. It'll be great. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you, <laughs> you only have to survive uh, one more day. And then, yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to do tomorrow, no. but <laughs> uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah. I have like a bunch of just random things in my closet. So I might do the thing where it's like, all right, <clears throat> here's a Kleenex. Your job is to not make it get wet. Build a thing to keep it dry. Oh, and sure. then like, you have 10 minutes go. And then <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> probably give them longer than that. And then Ta-da. see how they piece it together. And then uh, go from there. Yeah, I might do that one. I did that last year. It worked pretty good. I'm just going to dig around and be like, here's a cup and some string and a paper clip and, uh, <laughs> and a piece of paper. Link. Like, here you go. <laughs> do something with this. You don't have to use all the materials, but go. <laughs> but you but you might. Anyway. But you yeah. might need to. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> you know that. But I think those are, I think those are, those kind of things are invaluable uh, for critical thinking and designing and I, just seeing how, for me, when those, I was presented with those, it was always interesting to see what everybody else up, came up with, you know, when you finally come back together and it go, oh, that's, I, you know, like, I didn't think of that or, huh, we'll see how that one turns out. I learned a lot <laughs> from just seeing what other people tried uh, than what I wrote together yeah and we talked about that today with our building our buildings for our earthquake testing like sure. <clears throat> they were like you know they get to they they all start working on their own project right and then they there's that time after a minute where there's a lull and they kind of look around and they'll be like they copied us like you do know there's only a certain number of ways that this can actually be achieved yeah right <laughs> have you ever been to a city and yeah. seen buildings that look similar yeah yes yeah so is everyone else so like (laughs) yeah it's really funny because they're like they copied us i'm like "Mm." or you both are just sort of doing the most efficient way to make this building right like i've seen a lot of these and life experiences yeah yeah, I've seen a lot of these and like our schema about like how do I build a house or a structure? It's very similar, right? Squares, rectangles put yeah. together, which makes sense, that's what you would expect, right? I I had one group one time they built this tower and it was like layer so like <clears throat> they would build a level and they built it like a skyscraper. They built a level then they just built the same level on top of it and the same level on top, right? Like that. They did a hexagonal building and it was amazing. It was so tall. (laughs) 
Wow. It was the coolest thing. Like they, I don't know how they really decided on this, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> but they built a giant hexagon. Just this hexagonal building. And it was like, it was the tallest one I've ever had. And it like totally worked like <laughs> fine. Like it was oh, crazy. That's the best part about that. <laughs> yeah. It's the, I was just like, oh. whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You just start, yeah. As you said, like kind of being like, huh, like what about either like these, like this combination of students or, uh, you know, experience yeah. that, like one or two of them have, or just teamwork make this thing work. Like, yeah, because most of them are pretty similar. They're like big giant rectangles, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Some of them look like rectangles that are slightly falling over. Sure, well, sure. Because that's you know that's just to be expected, right? You're not, using toothpicks and marshmallows, so like not exactly the firmest of building structure, but like. You know, and there's only so many ways you can combine those ingredients because like you, there are only two ingredients, and the most efficient way is to make a block, right? And some of them are more successful than others at making the block section. But uh, yeah, that big giant hexagonal tower was like, what? <laughs> I love it. It was great, man. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I'm I'm interested to see how those turn out this year, uh, and what uh, what y'all what y'all do. It's always really fun, so I'm looking forward to it. See how it goes. <laughs> There's we're in the stage where they're doubting that it's possible, right? I only I only require it to be uh 30 centimeters tall, right? Oh. Which is really not very tall. No. It's like a foot. It's like a foot yeah. tall, right? Oh. But some of them are like it's imp- it can't be done. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking at what they got done because we build it over the course of two days right yeah. just for time constraints for designing and prepping and all that stuff and so like they're like it's impossible I can't do it I like, deem this undoable yeah like I can't do it I'm at 12 I'm only at 12 centimeters I can't get any taller it's not possible like yeah that's where we have to have these conversations like are you sure uh, yeah uh, yeah Hmm, I think we can go. <laughs> yeah. Here's some thoughts. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things of, of going, okay, okay, of 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 taking some somebody, uh, a student, and and part of that process is is going kind of like, okay, you've reached your your theoretical limit of your understanding of what's going to happen now. And it's amazing how with just like a, a little push or a little encouragement how quickly they expand beyond that. Well, yeah. And that's the, that's the whole part of like the engineering process, right? Yeah. The getting somebody to look at something and be like, Hmm, what's wrong with this? Uh Uh-huh. Right. That's basically it, right? That's (laughs) for your, your engineering problem solving sort of skill. It's being able to look at a thing and then be like, what can I do different about this thing? And right, that is, and that's really, really hard for a lot of people. They don't like it. No, right, especially kids in elementary school are like, you know, it's still like uh, they still get really stuck into I have to do a thing this way. Yeah, 
right? And sometimes that's the student and sometimes that's other teachers they've had in the past, right? Of like, there's a way to do this only. And I just want to find the way. I want to find how I do it. And I just want to know the one way that this works. And then they get mad at me because I'm like, I'm not going to tell you anything. I st- I'm going to put a pile of toothpicks in front of you and say, make me a building. Go. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're like, well, can we look up stuff? No. 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 Can I do? No. Can I use? No. <laughs> this is all you. Yeah. This is all you get. <sighs> yeah. That's hard. That is. Do I get extra marshmallows? No. No. I counted these out for you. This is how many you get. <laughs> Boom. This, is- this bag. That yeah. is it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and part in that too of of adding that layer of the constraints. Uh, again, continuing to stretch that of what's possible. Oh, they really hate it. Yeah. Sometimes it's really great. Like, because I I'm super on some of them. I'm super stingy with like the tape I'm gonna give you. Oh. In other projects we do, I'm like, you get this much tape, and I measure it out on my meter stick. And I give it to them. Like, this is it. That's all you get. Mm-hmm. Use it wisely. <laughs> and then there's always somebody who's like, can I get just a little more? Ta-? Nope. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You cannot. It- like, well, I broke this and I can't. Like, well, shouldn't have done it. <laughs> that's, that's where we are with this, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I maybe when I said to do this, you should have listened to that. Because now I can't give you any more. Yeah, that's <laughs> just me. Any- well, you know, it's just how I am. It's fine. <laughs> well, very good. That uh, that's exciting, and I can't wait to hear more about that. And yeah, be good. Yes, I think so. It's always very fun. So. I'm looking forward to that. Perfect. It doesn't make the days really long, though, because the morning is me watching them build stuff. Yeah. And then the afternoon today was me watching them make stuff. So I was like, not very active day. Yeah. <laughs> Just sort of wandering around, looking. You got any qu- Okay, no, okay. I'm no, go. Nodding. You got to, okay, no, okay, well, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> well, head nods. They, they, I'm sure those two are good nods. Yes. <laughs> oh well, that uh, sounds good then. I'll, uh... Okay. Well. All right. Well, see you soon, Lee. See ben. you soon, Lee. Uh... Hello. Good. Okay. Love you, bub. Love you. Bye. Bye.